Blog Talk Radio.
From Texas, LaShawn. This is Friday. Today's Friday, May 5th, 2023. I am your host for tonight. I thank y'all for calling in tonight. You could have been doing anything else, but you choose to call in on Prophetic Grace Network. Not going to be on here too long. Um, I had a busy day today, so I'm just going to give y'all a couple words. Take a few callers, 
and we're going to call it a night. So, Father God, this is your stage. You come in. You take center stage, Father God. Let there be miracles tonight. Let there be healing and deliverance tonight. Let there be breakthrough tonight. If there is any sick up on, the, on this um, that's calling in or listening, Father God, we're going to stand on your word. Your word, it covers. Your word protects. Your word shields. Your word, Father God, so every sickness and infirmity, we covered it up under your word, your true word, because it tells us your word is like a two-edged sword. Father God, even allow us to know in your word that we still have access to you. We have access to Jesus Christ. We have access to Yahweh. We have access to tread. You, had, you gave us the word, which is in Luke 10, 19 the power and authority to tread upon the serpent. Father God, we have that access to you, Father God. Access will not be denied, not in this hour, not in this season. Father God, your word even tell us what can separate us from uh, from the love of Christ. Nothing, Father God, no infirmity, no disease, nothing. So, Father God, we thank you. I ask that you take over my mouthpiece. I decrease so you can increase. You just come on and do what you need to do tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All righty. <clears throat> just going to give y'all a little uh, few, just a few, just a little bit of few Bible verse. But I just speak blessing over everyone that's on here. God bless you. God bless your finance. God bless your, you know, your household. God, I speak blessing over your health, that you will be in good health in this hour, in this season, that you will be in good health and your soul shall prosper. I just speak blessing, blessing over your mind. It's a blessing to have a peace of mind. Blessing always don't mean financial. It's a blessing to have a relationship with Jesus Christ because he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's a blessing even to be here today. It's a blessing to be in good health. It's just a blessing to see our family, our children growing up. It's a blessing even though you don't have, if some some might not have no money in the bank because what then took place in the last three years, but it's a blessing that he still have you here. That's the reason why you're here. He's still breathing the breath into your body. It's a blessing. You might not have the food. You might not have the fancy car. You might not have the best uh, home in the best location, but you have a roof over your head. You have food to eat. You have water to drink. Even if you have to drink the faucet water, you still have water to drink. <laughs> because in other countries, they don't even have water to drink. <sighs> Excuse me, I'm drinking some tea. They have to go out there and get some muddy water. They have to wash their clothes in muddy water. Some people don't even have a washer and dryer, and they still washing their clothes on the washboard. So it's a blessing. Count your blessing. Count your day. Count it all joy. So that's a word that I want to speak over everyone, the current decree, the blessing of Yahweh over you that you will be blessed in this hour, in this season. In Jesus' name. 
Romans 8, 15, 16. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage. <clears throat> you haven't received the spirit of bondage. I'm sorry, my throat. We are dealing with all type of weather here. But you know, you for ye have not received the spirit of bondage, again, to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, our father. Yes, he's our daddy, Abba, our father. He, he's, he's who he say he is. He's the same today, yesterday, and forever. So we don't, we don't, re- we don't receive the spirit of bondage. Don't receive the spirit of fear, but receive the spirit of adoption. He, we all belong to him. Every soul belongs to him. And, you know, I was looking at this. I don't know why lately I've been looking at the supernatural episode, you know, been looking at that, the supernatural on TV. And I mean, these, some of these testimonies, I'm like, wow. But it was one guy on there, he said, you know, he had a vision that uh, there are different rooms in heaven. And one was called the tear room. And these was the tear of, you know, some that went on, Catacumen and, you know, uh, Moses and, you know, people that already then went on to glory. And he also said there was tears of people that did not make it. And he was asking why they tears here. And, you know, Jesus replied that he loved us all. Spike was, I, mean, I don't care what your, what your co-work do, does, what your family doing, what your children do, you know, your children, your spouse, he loves us. Even he here, and we did an episode, oh, he heard the cries. He will allow you to hear the cries of the, of the sinners. He heard those cries. Just like he catching your tears, he catch those tears. And so that's how much he loves us. His plan for us is good. His plan for all of us to be with him. You know, we have to choose. We have to choose because the word in the book of Acts let us, let us know he's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. That means everyone going to know who Christ is. Everybody going to know who Yahweh is. It's up to them. It's up to you to choose e this day who you going to serve. And so <clears throat> he already let us know in his word that we are no longer we 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 not victim to slaves. You know who the son set free is free be wherever the spirit of living God is. There is liberty. So we just want to ask God to you know touch our life, touch our family life, <clears throat> because He loves us so much. Even when we do wrong, even when we think we disappoint us, you know there's angels and stuff cheering over you. Don't you know your life was already rent before you was here? And we have books in heaven. So do not, do not, we, we, we don't have the spirit of being slavery because he set us free. And so when we begin to cry out, Abba, which is our father, the spirit himself, he, he, he's going to show up. Because we are spiritual human beings. And what did Christ say? I have to leave, but I'm not going to leave you hopeless. I'm not going to leave you without a comfort. 
I'm going to have to send the Holy Spirit, which we shall fellowship with the Holy Spirit. He's going to guide you into truth. He's going to be your counselor. He's going to be your friend. That's how we connected to him by the Holy Spirit, spiritual human being. And so we want to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, fellowship with our Father. Fellowship. We want to follow and be led of his spirit and his truth. So I just want to, like I said, I'm going to come over here for a little while, share the word with you, and we're going to take calls, and we're going to go ahead and end the show. Don't go ahead and end the show early. I know a lot of callers like to call in uh, around by 11 o'clock, but, you know, tonight I need to give me some rest. I had did a lot of moving today, so I'm not planning on being on here all night. Before I uh, start taking calls, I want to share this. We, we, uh, my sister and brother, I have, my mom had six kids. She had three she had three, which her first three oldest was by my dad. And then the last three youngest was by my sister and, sister and brother dad. She had three girls, three boys. So the last three, um, their brother was traveling, coming from out of town, and they was working for my brother, which is, you know, we got the same mom. Uh, he had his own business, so he was in a car with one of the workers, and um, you know they was down there by Jones County, and uh, they was on their way back up here to Dallas, and for some per reason, uh, the police got behind him and pulled him over, and um, but when the police went to go do a check on him, not, this is the guy driving the car, not, you know, I might always say my half-brother. Um, he went back to the car. He took off. So now it's a pursuit. It's a police chase. He's going, he's going over 100 miles, 130 miles in the car. Well, my brother tried to jump out the car. He was trying to get out the car, telling him to pull over, but... He was going so fast, he was not able to exit the car. Well, they put the spikes down, and he ended up hitting three more vehicles. And, you know, my sister and my brother had lost, they lost his life. <clears throat> he passed away. And so this story is all over the news. It's, it's, it's all on social media. Very, very sad situation. Very, you know, sad. Um, so uh, my sister and brother, they are very... Uh, hurt behind this story, um, this this situation, but it's just you know I sat there and I was just thinking we have to teach our children because the mom like I don't know what made him do that why did he do that but we know <laughs> the 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 righteous know we know because when we look at the video when you look at the video there are some details in the video. And do you not know the driver walk away with nothing? Well, nothing. He didn't. I mean, he walked. He when when he crashed the car, he was literally trying to get out the window 
you know, the yeah, the window like he was trying to run and he was kind of wrestling with the police and stuff. Like nothing. They took him right on jail, you know. And so uh, my half-brother, he, you know, I we believe he died right there on the scene. Uh, but I was sitting there saying that when people, like I was telling my sister, because they was like, why he just didn't pull over and let, you know, Ava now, why did he do that? And like I had to tell her, when we, when, when everyone come to the realization that this is a spiritual thing, do y'all know that people still don't believe that? It's all throughout the books. That's the reason why we got to open the books. We have to have a relationship with the Father. We, our cried need to be a Father. We, uh, you know, he said, if I be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. If we draw nigh to Christ, he's going to draw nigh unto us. He the branch, we the vine. And so that's why he said, before he comes, they're going to pour out his spirit. Not saying that I know God is real, Jesus is real, but you're not having a relationship with him. You're not seeking him. You're not in, in his word, word. And so a lot of people are walking around. I remember the Holy Spirit told me there are dead men walking. They are dead, dead men walking. And it was a lot of dead men walking within the body of Christ as well. That's the reason why Ezekiel said, what do you, you know, can, can these bones live? They were dead. They were dead men walking. And look how many was in the field. Same thing. Like history repeat itself. How many is out there, they still don't believe that we wrestle not with flesh and blood. It's a principality. This is a spiritual thing. Beyond what some of our eyes can't see. Many don't believe that the, the, the enemy, Satan, was Jesus warning us, he walked around like a war lion seeking who he can devour. Many don't believe that. I pray that y'all can hear me very well. Um, y'all can hear me very well. You know, we have sometimes internet problems. But many don't believe. When Jesus told the told the disciple, told the group of people, and he's still speaking. Satan walk around like a royal lion, see who he can devour. He come to kill, steal, and destroy. That's his plan. And when we don't have a relationship with Christ, and we don't accept him as our Lord and Savior, and believe he's the son of man, and believe that he's the way, the truth, and the life, life, do you, you, you're, 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 you're a dead man walking. You'll open yourself to these attacks. We have to start teaching our children, even speaking, I know your family going to reject you and stuff like that, but we got to, we, we got to teach our, the young generation how to walk in integrity. We got to teach the young generation how to walk with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in his word. We have to start teaching the young generation that this thing is real. Stop being afraid to tell them that there is a principality. 
explain to them what is a principality. We have to start explaining to them what is this. We have to we have to let them know if you open the door by going out there, there do you not know what strongholds mean? Strongholds is addiction. It's your mind. Drug addiction. It could be sex addiction. Alcohol. Those are strongholds. Those are things that keep us in bondage and keep us from the will of God to open these doors for the enemy to attack. If we don't have a relationship with, with, with the Father, we are subject to be attacked. Even though the enemy will come and try to attack us, you know, like the words say, the weapons go form, form, but it shall not prosper. Because he's going to take care of the righteous one. The righteous man. He's our strong tower. He's our shield. See, everybody can't apply to Psalm 91 over their life because they're not living for Christ. They ain't living for Christ. And so that's just, you know, just hearing that, I could just imagine uh, my sister and my brother was scared, you know, just to be chased by police. I'm pretty sure they scared them and going that fast that fast like that uh you know a hundred a hundred and thirty down the freeway and you end up hitting three cars flying up in the air i'm telling you you can see if it's, it's on it's if y'all can go see the video it just that it just was you you'd be shocked but soon as they pulled the uh the young man out the car I can see what was on him. I didn't have to ask him. I didn't have to ask question why. I really know why. When you got a relationship with Yahweh, you don't have to ask why. You already know what's going on. You already know what's going on on the earth. You already know what our family, what we are dealing with in our home. I don't have to sit up here. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When my children come around. I don't have to sit there and ask them nothing. I don't have to say one one word. I can look at them. I can just look. You don't have to say none. You just look because you you have the discernment of the spirit. You don't have to say nothing. You just look. You don't have to say nothing to them. No, when you have discernment of the spirit, you can see it all. And so. We have to stop sugar cone and watering down the message of God. We we got to stop watering down. We have to stop watering down the word of God to these to our children. We have to speak the truth. There are so like my grandson. There's good spirit. There's bad spirit. You think they don't know? They've been knowing this since they was like uh five or six years old. The good spirit, the bad spirit. That's what he used to say, the good spirit. When, when I didn't feel good, my grandson used to come in there and say, none of the devil, the devil messing with you. You got to, you got to teach them at a younger age. So when they go out there and they go to college, they're going to find their way, not back to you, but find their way back to Christ. You got to start teaching this young generation, like I used to tell my son, 
You know, they're going to they, they gonna do it. You know, trust me, they're going to try. Do not get in the car with nobody. If they drunk, huh? Don't even get in don't don't even get in the car if they high. Don't even get in the car if they drunk. If they drunk, do not get in that car. You need to get on that phone and call me and I come get you or I can send a, a, a Uber or something. Do not get in that car. If you know the behavior, because if you look at you have to start teaching them you have to start teaching them a good book to teach these this young generation is not the book of Proverbs. It's not the book of Proverbs. It teach them how to walk right. It teach them about you don't need to be around an angry man. It teach them about staying away from those women. It teach them a, a lot. How Bible study in your house. And uh, like I say, the greatest book to have the Bible study in is John. I say John and I say Proverbs. Because Proverbs is a book of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Very uh, good book of wisdom. Teach them. You got to teach these children. If you know somebody, because they tell us in Proverbs, don't even be around. I'm going to say hot food, but you know they call them food. Don't be around nobody angry. Don't be around nobody hot temple. Stay far away from them. You got to start telling telling this young generation that. If you go out there and you do, if you fund a case, you got to teach them about marriage. You got to teach them about fun, what, what, what it means to fund a case. You got to teach them that. What is the consequence when you find a case? Well, you can get some disease. You can get hurt and gun real. This is the chance because it's sin, and that's a doorway open to your life to be attacked. Stop sugarcoating things with your kids. And my son, I tell him, y'all, some of y'all already know me. Some of y'all already know me. I don't sugarcoat. I'm going to call it like it is. Don't be sitting out there sticking and moving. But I don't say I'm saying that on the radio. But I don't say I don't say it like that to him. It's required for you to be married. You can't tie your soul with everything. That's when it begins to come ungodly soul tie. Don't you can't hang around everybody. Everybody ain't for you. If a person sit up here, if a girl and a and a boy sitting up there talking to their mama crazy, you sure don't need to hang around them. If they don't have respect for their own mama in their household, you better run far away from them. That's what I used to tell them. You make your own choices in life. When you get in tr- trouble, don't be coming back saying, mama, mama, mama. You know better, you make these choices. So you got the word these scars wrong, you know, and I was thinking, well, I'm pretty sure he knew the guy. You got to know if you work with somebody, you got to know their character. You have to know their character. And it could be that we put ourselves in, in, in a bad situation because I, I can understand you trying to work. You need to ride with somebody to work because it's out of town. It's paying more. So you're trying to catch a ride. But you got to use wisdom. You got to use wisdom. Is this is this is this a well? The Bible calls him fool. Is he is he an angry man? What is his character? Who 
what is his what is his true identity? If he going around being angry and, and he doing foolish things, you gonna have to teach him how to pray. Lord, I need to get to this job. I need you to make a way for me to get to the job. We got we got to start teaching this young generation things better. Because how many how many situations we have heard of uh, people uh, graduating, going to uh, you know they high school days, uh, you know uh, going to poor they the innocent one. They have to pray for the discerning spirit over your children. Pray for the discerning spirit. Teach them how to depend on God. He's your provider. You get down on your knees and ask them for what you want. Don't compromise. Don't compromise. You got to get the work, but you got to drive in. You got to ride in a car with somebody that's smoking marijuana uh, while they driving. You got to get in a car with somebody that's drinking uh, on the parking lot at work. Come on. Don't compromise. We got to help these children to build a relationship with Yahweh for themselves so they would not be in the compromised position. If you, if you, you know, you and your friend, your friend, girlfriend, guys going to a party and you feel uncomfortable, that peer pressure, that influence, the influence get them a lot in trouble. That half of them don't even want to hang around them. Half of them don't even want to go to the party. Influence, the spirit of influence is rapid over the young generation. You have to teach them, walk away. You get them, if they got a cell phone, call me, I'll come get you. But better yet, let me let me know some of y'all, or oh, some of y'all parents about this, about the, you know, I ain't gonna like this. Well, you know, when my kids when it was when they were young in high school, when they went to a party, I said, What time the party start? I was there at the party with them. I don't care if it was a King Seattle, whatever type of party, or let's say they tell me about it. You can ask them. I was right there at that party. A lot of parents don't do that. They don't do that. They just send their kids off. Okay, you want to go to Six Flags? I'm going with you. And I was third. We went to Six Flags. We did everything. Some of these parents don't even know where they, who their kids with. The kids can tell you they going over gym house, but they way, they can tell you they going over gym house or Johnny house, which is 10 minutes from you, but they weigh 30 minutes somewhere else. Parents, uh-uh, parents, some of these parents just want these kids to be out their face. Ain't paying attention to what they're doing on the internet. Ain't paying attention to nothing. Now nah, we, we got to do better. Got to do better. Is this what you say? <laughs> but I'm telling you, you, I, I, I told them in, in the class one time, you better be the private investigation in your own house to see what your kid's doing because some of them kids will bring drugs up in your own house. You better be like a hound dog sniffing everything out to see what they got hiding in that room because it's the word tell us in Joshua 24 and 15, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. You ain't going to just do anything you want in this house. Come on. 
I know some people don't like to hear that, but we got to get it right because these are causing these young kids, our, our young youth, our young generation. The enemy is like a war line seeking who he could devour. And if you don't, if you ain't bringing your kids up in in, in the word of God, feeding them, uh, uh, giving them daily bread, praying over them, teaching them how to pray, they are subject to be up on attack. Y'all, we can't get around that. That's the truth. If you're not bringing your kids up in the word of God and teaching them how to pray and building a relationship with God, you are setting them up to such and to be attacked by the enemy. Because I guarantee you, you bring them up in the word of God, and I'm going to be honest. I, I, You know, we went to church now. Me and my kids went to church, but... <laughs> We weren't sitting up there having no Bible study. I'm going to keep it real. We didn't have no Bible study, but I went to church. We went to church. They went to church. But we didn't have no Bible study and nothing like that when we went home. I was working 12, 13 hours a day and coming home late. I would come home late. I'm telling you, I would come home late and I would say, Lord, where is my son? Trying to make money because we caught up in this world society to keep us away from our children. I will go to work at 6 o'clock in the morning and will be home at 9 o'clock at night, y'all. And I will get home and say, where is my son? Why he not here? Choosing that job besides raising him up in the word of God. But when I start getting, <laughs> start building my, now I tell you, I was always, I was in church since I was a little girl. I was going to church all the time, but I didn't have no knowledge of his word. I didn't understand the word. I was hearing some word. I didn't understand. I didn't understand the weapons of my word first, not coming. I didn't understand that. No weapon form again. I didn't understand that. I heard it, but didn't have no knowledge about it. Until I start building a relationship with Yahweh myself. And when I start building a relationship with Yahweh, my oldest daughter, she was already out the house and gone. I still had my son in high school. And I remember, <laughs> I will never forget, he had did something. I went in his room. I was talking to him. But the Holy Spirit ended up hitting me right there in the midst of talking to him. Y'all, I tell y'all, I fell down on my knees in that living room. I fell down on my knees. My God, Holy Spirit, help somebody tonight. I fell down on my knees in that living room and was bawling like a baby, giving God thanks, thanking him, worshiping him. Because he let me know. I tell you, y'all, I'm telling y'all something. I have seen the hand of God move like never before. Even when my son was in college, even when he was, you know, working in South Dakota, you know, he ended up having fights with the guys that he stayed with, a real fist fight. I went in that prayer closet and I began to pray. He didn't even have to tell me because a lot of stuff he tried to hide from me because he didn't want me to worry. Baby, let me tell you something. When you get down on your knee, they don't got to say nothing. The Holy Spirit going to reveal it to you. I knew when my my son, I say, something ain't right. Something ain't right. I knew when he went to jail. And I say, start praying the Holy Spirit going to reveal things to you. 
Let me tell you something. In prayer, you got to have a prayer life for yourself. You don't got, well, my, I wish I had time on here to tell some testimony. Some of you won't even believe through prayer. When you, you ain't called no see and prophet for nothing through prayer. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will always be three steps ahead. He will always be ahead. He always going to reveal to you. He will wake you up at 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock in the morning, tell you to pray for family members, tell you to pray for leaders, tell you to pray for people that you don't know. When it says Jesus and the Holy Spirit is the best intercessor, you better believe it. When in that closet, start praying. And then start laughing because the Holy Spirit told me, I got him. You don't got the word. Keep keep your eyes up on me. I got him. You do my work. I'm going to do uh, you. do the work. You do you do your work for me and do my work and feed my sheep. I'm going to take her. I'm going to work. I'm going to work in your life with your family. I'm telling y'all, not just up here talking. You got to build your, you, you better build. Your altar in your own household, an altar of prayer, an altar of consecration, an altar where you laying on your face, an altar where you shed me, shed, shed, shed in, and you don't come out for days. If you shut yourself in for three days in your secret place, he will reveal a lot of things to you. You got to build your own altar. You got to have your own relationship. And so I want to come on. I, I just would led to say that. You know, got to teach our young general. They they going to rebut. They going to, yeah, trust me. They going to be rebellious. They going to bug. They going to kick. The one thing I remember the Holy Spirit told me, your children seeing you really pray. Your children seeing you crying out. They seen you pray in your prayer closet. They seen you pray in the bathroom. Don't you think that they gonna take they gonna take that with them? They gonna remember my mama prayed when she was going through her divorce. My mama prayed when things were going on in the household. So she prayed. They seen you pray. They seen you. The Holy Spirit revealed to me. They seen you getting on the radio, praying for people, and they seen you get right back up at seven o'clock in the morning praying over the prayer line while the whole house sleeps. They seen you teach class. Uh, they seen you how you were teaching and uh, young women how to care. They said, don't think your children was not watching you. I told y'all, your children watch you. They watch everything that you are doing in your household. And the Holy Spirit said, they're going to remember this because they're going to use it for their own. They're going to know how to pray, and they're going to be praying in their own household, praying over their children telling you what I know. You be the demonstrate, the demonstrator for your house. You be the number one. You to be you 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 the you the mentor of your own household. And they see you do, they do. They ain't gonna have a choice. They don't have a choice choice but to run right into the arms of Christ. So, Father God, I just thank you, Father God, as we would go ahead and continue on the tank calls, Father God. You take over. You take over this altar. 
yeah, this is a altar. You take over this altar. You have your way. And, Father God, you know what your people need before I even release the line. If anybody on here that would like to be ministered to, you press 1, and I see you on the switchboard in the queue, and I would more like, you know, you can come on. I pray for you. We'll see what the Lord has for you. But so, Father God, I cover everyone that's on here, Father God. Father God, I thank you for protecting us. I thank you that we able to share a testimony. I just pray that that testimony will help some mother out, some father out, even if it's a young mother on here. Father God, I just ask that you help them, Father God, that you teach them how to be a great, you know, better parent. Give them wisdom, Father God, how to draw their whole household unto you. Even if they kids grown, Father God, because sometimes we, you know, we, we miss it. It's never too late. It's never too late. Even though they grown and they have to have, you still pray for them. So, Father God, I just thank you in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Our first caller, 251-229, Master's calling, we calling from. Hello. Okay, what's going on? Two five one two two nine. Hello. I don't think somebody's asleep. They were asleep. Okay, three oh three five one seven. Matthew's calling. Where are you calling from? Hello? Colorado. Oh, who is this again? Veronica from Colorado. Hey, Veronica. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm great. I'm great. That's, that first caller was on. Um, they were asleep. <laughs> so, how may I pray for you tonight? Or is there something you want to share? Hello? No. Okay. Well, Father God, we thank you for your daughter, Father God. We thank you for making a way out of no way. Father God, we think it's like you pouring, you pouring past. You pour, I see a pouring. Something's being ported for you, like ported. It's, it's going, it's, I'm, I, I just see a port that things are being ported for you. For you to walk on through, it's important. I just see things just separate, and you can walk on through. Whatever this is leading you to, go, 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 go straight. Don't look back. Don't look left. Don't look right. You keep your eyes on to Christ. You keep your eyes to the hill which come your help, that he's pouring ways for you. He's making the way for you. He's pouring it for you. He's just telling you to go, just come on, just come on, come on. He got you. You know, um, I don't know, um, you know, the best time when God really, you know, does things in our life, when he does things in our life is when we're going through difficult times. Did you know that? And we do his assignment. Hello. And we do his work. Yeah, when we're doing the work for God, when we're doing his assignment, during mm-hmm. the midst of our trials and tribulations, 
when we still going out there feeding his sheep, speaking to the people lives, praying for people, despite what's going on in our household, what's going on with our finance, when we continue to do the work, applying to that's when he really show up and, and show out. That's when he want that's that's when he want us to continue to go on. He don't want us to he don't want us to lay on the sideline. He want us to continue to go. And so he's going to part that way. You know, I just see a parting. Like, I just see this thing is being parted for you. Whatever you need, just keep going. That he's going to make a way for you. And so even though, see, because the enemy is trying to knock the air out of you, trying to get you to a place of stagnation, you got to rebuke him and keep going. I know, I know, I'm familiar with you now. He'll use everything closer to you. Now, I'm a keep. I'm, I'm a trust God, even though He slayed me. I'm a trust Him. I'm mm-hmm. a. I, who do you want me to? Who do you want me to ministry today, Father God? What's on your heart? What are you saying about me today? What do you want me to do today? Who you want me to pray for? I promise you, you start saying that. Who you want me to pray for? Where you want me to go? What do you want me to do today? And you keep going, and somebody, you're going to pray for somebody while you're going through stuff. And when you do that, that's when the favor of God is really going to come up on you. He always show up. He show up on time. Amen. So, you know, the word is like a lamp unto our feet to lighten up our pathway. And so... Whatever path you own in this week, I mean, you know, this this season, this hour, he's going to part the ways for you so you can continue to go and continue to move on. Amen. And so, Father God, whatever the road is leading her, that whatever path that's leaving her, leading, leading her, Father God, you're the one that can part the way on the good path the good road, the road of righteousness, the road of finance, my God, the road of finance, the road of healing and deliverance, whatever this road that you're important for her and telling her to keep going, Father God, let it be so in this season that, you know, you you can close every door and the enemy cannot open, and you can open the doors and the enemy cannot close. He cannot shut. You are God Almighty in her life, so port that pathway for her, Father God, so she could continue to continue to walk down because that's greater for you on the other side. So I thank you, Father God, for the greater that you have for her. Do not fear not, fear not the evil doers. Don't be afraid. Continue to go down this pathway because it's a righteous pathway. Continue to go down this pathway and trust God in this season and hour. He's not going to leave you. It might get bumpy, but he know what he's doing because it's going to be greater for you on the other side. When you get to your destiny, you're going to know why. So, Father God, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. Is there anything else? Can I pray for you about? No, thank you so much. Thank you. And, and, and see if there's any, 
you know, sometimes when I get prophetic word, I go see what the Bible say about uh, pathway and pointing, you know, pointing that pathway. I go look and see, and I just ask the Holy Spirit to speak and give me more confirmation. But I ask Him to give me clarification. He will. Amen. Amen. Yes, well, thank you, and you have a blessed weekend. You thank you so much. God bless. You're welcome. God bless you. <laughs> thank you. Bye bye. Two five one three four two. Matthew's calling. Where are you calling from? Yes, this is Latrice from Bama. Hey, Sister Latrice, how you doing? Hey, Sister Latrice. Hey. <laughs> hey. All is well. Oh. It is good. <laughs> it is real in spite of. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, is there something you want to share or you got a prayer request? Well, you can if you would pray if the Lord allows. All righty. Father God, we thank you for your daughter. We thank you for Latrice. Father God, I thank you for the ministry, Father God. I thank you for the women conference, Father God. I, I see like a women's conference. I don't know if somebody invited you to go to a women's conference or be part of the women's conference, but I, I see you doing a women's conference. So, Father God, I ask that she will, uh, you know, not be afraid, but, Father God, trust in you and believe that the Holy Spirit will guide her. Father God, that she will know what to do without a shadow of a doubt. Father God, use her to heal, 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 heal. Let that healing anointing fall upon her, Father God. Protect her healing anointing, Father God, in the name of Jesus. But I do, I just hear it comfort. God, I don't know you've been invited to speak to a conference or someone going to invite you. Even I see you doing a little, uh, like a little prayer thing out of your home as well. Yeah, I see that. So, Father God, I ask that you give her more wisdom, give her more instruction. Father God, what do you want her to do in this hour and this season? He requires you to do this uh I just see you and a group group of women um, coming together, praying together, um, and this is going to be done out of your home. I don't know if you already do that, but I just see it's out of your home. So, Father God, I ask that you give a clarification more and give a revelation more on that, Father God, that she will seek you for more. And, Father God, I just ask that let it be so. Let it be so because you gave that prophetic word that many is going to be doing, having revival, reviving people out their own home. So, Father God, is that you bless her home, bless her finance, bless everything that she needs to continue to do the work for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And we do tell the Lord, thank you. You're welcome. Is that something that you have the Holy Spirit been speaking to you about or? Uh, no, I, I used to put together women's conferences, and I do participate in an annual women's conference. 
uh, in September. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's about it. I haven't uh, spoken at one in a minute, but I normally put them together and bring uh, pastors or ministers together and do the uh, I don't know. It seems like I'll this has been given to you before. And, uh, our praise team will be uh, together in uh, the one in September, and then we're doing a, a mini conference in uh, musical uh, in June. I think June third or fifth or somewhere up in there. It seems like the Holy Spirit is just showing me that this has been told to you before. It's time for you to come from the back. It's now you, (laughs) I'm telling you what I see. It's not for you to put it together for you to be part of it. I I, I I see you. I haven't. And what I'm what I'm looking at is you when they say do you uh, like when they have people to come down and pray, pray I see you praying for people I actually see you praying for people but it's for well, you yeah, to be part of the but I it's, do it's all part of that. you mm-hmm. yeah but it's part of you to uh, be a part of a, a conference that's what I see you're gonna have your hands more hands on with with women conferencing. It is, uh, and I do see a group of women gathering around you. I see a home. I see a home. I don't know if it's your home. I say your home, but I see a home, and the women, uh, women are gathering together for prayer. Mm, that's possible. Yeah. And so, this is something that I, you know, the Father is is is. It's time for you. It's like an elevation um, that you 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 know you you've been in 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 the ministry for a while, but he want to use you. He want to use you more, and so trust 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 God on that and do what He tell you to do. Exactly. Move when He tell you to move. Yeah, move when He tell you to move. He gonna say he gonna tell you it's time, and then you are gonna get confirmation. I tell you, when when the Holy Spirit speaks, he's gonna bring confirmation. And so, the more you pray or worship or you spend time with him, he's gonna give you that confirmation. Say it's time. And he, the way how he speaks, he probably say it's time, my daughter, move. You know, however he speaks to you. So, and and that's what I see. You're going to be more hands-on with that. Your name is going to be on those conferences. Yeah, that's what I see. So I thank the Father, and he's going to, don't worry about nothing, you know, finance and nothing like that. He's going to, and when we say, okay, Father, I surrender. Use me. Where do you want me to be? I say yes to your will, yes to your way. Okay, use me. If I'm not ready, Father God, get me ready. Give me the tools or quit me. And watch and see what he do. 
Watch and see what he's doing. He's going to bless you in this. He's going to bless you. That you're going to help. <laughs> he's going to bless you in this. Watch. So we just thank the Father. We Sometimes he got to move us in the right position to get what we need. Mm-hmm. That's a new position. That's what I just heard, a new position for you. You're right. So be willing to be willing to, to to receive it and get in the get in the right position because I, I that's what I just heard, a new position for you and for the kingdom. And that go back to that spiritual gift. Come on, Holy Spirit. See? Come on, Holy Spirit. Speak. It's all lining up. You can't see it, but it's gonna line up. Don't forget the word. Let me let me share something with y'all. When y'all when y'all get a word, y'all go back and write it down. Today I have a prayer box and I opened this prayer box and I read a prayer for twenty I read this prayer that I wrote down for 20, 2017. I went to a women's conference. I, I, and I uh, read a prayer that I prayed for my daughter and my children. Even I went back one day just on Saturday, going back and because uh, I write, I used to write the prophecy down. While Randy, whoever getting the prophecy, I would write it down and put them in a prayer box. Or I would write it down on an email and save it. And I went through those uh, prophecies. Uh, one third and went through the prophecy. I tell y'all, I'm here to tell you. Some of those prophets, well, it looked like majority of all of them. Even I put up two cards today. Randy used to, y'all remember Randy used to write them, them uh, Christmas cards? Well, one of those cards Randy had wrote on the Holy Spirit revealed to Randy that it was time to move out that place. It was time for me to move. It was time for me to elevate. And my season was over for what I was doing. Well, that was a prophecy letting me know you have been teaching. You have been uh, doing um, conference call. You have been teaching online Zoom. Now I need you to move to PGN. And I'm telling you, you have to go back and look at these these prophecies and write them down and present them to 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 the Father. And when you go back and look at these things and, and some of the prophecies, you could check out. My God, God did. You said that I was going to be ministering out my house. My God, that's what I'm doing. See, ministering out your house don't mean you're going to have people in the house. I'm ministering out my house when I teach class on conference call doing you know prayer in the morning on the prayer line right now i'm in my home ministering out my home on pgn it was so many that that the even it was one prophecy that i was going to read even during the fanning you know when it, you know when when the uh pandemic i did greet that's when god blessed me with that 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 money i have to go go back go back Write it down. Write your prophecy down. Remember your prophecy. Some people can't remember it like that. You got to go back. You got to write them down. Because he's going to get confirmation. Do you not know how many people that I prayed for and they got it? That's the reason why. The reason why you got to go back is so many people that I, you know, gave prophecy 
And when they asked about it, they even if they they took they they interpreted the prophecy wrong, or they didn't even get it right because it was shown what what, what the Holy Spirit said was something totally different. That's the reason why you have to go back, listen, and write it down. It's gonna line up, line up, line up. It's gonna line up with His Word, and so everything is a season, it's a time. Everything is a season, and it's a time. I'll tell you something, Randy, when I was married, the Holy Spirit used Randy. I remember this prophecy. I remember this prophecy. Randy said he seen my husband count money, thousands and thousands of dollars. That even prophesied the Holy Spirit was going to have our business. So when my husband did what he did and we went through our divorce, oh, God was like, man, I don't want to hear no more prophecy, blah, blah, blah. I was in my little feelings. Then I'm like, get yourself together. Well, Lord, I honor me, honor me. He don't got to honor me, but honor me. I I I, I still was on my face. I I still, you know, am I righteous in your eyesight? You know, I saved, I fought, I prayed. Well, guess who you think the money went to? Come on, yeah, I'm trying to help y'all out tonight. <laughs> trying to help you out tonight. Well, who you think the business went to? Come on, he gonna take her to righteousness. But the prophecy, he he it was the prophecy for my ex husband. He got out the will of God. He destroyed his household. That's what I was saying tonight. We make our own decision. We do that on ourselves. We got to stay in the will of God. We got to walk in obedience. We got to trust him. I don't care if you get a prophecy from a donkey. Don't he'll speak to a donkey. He'll send the raisins. He he can speak he can speak to a dog if he wants to. I don't care if he give it to a child. And I didn't have children prophesied over me that was in elementary school. I sit up there and I take it to the father. And you best believe those prophecies did come true. The children prophesied. Come on, y'all. Trying to help some. I don't know why I went this way, but I'm trying to tell you, don't underestimate the prophecy. I don't care if he's seeing your granddaughter, your grandson, if he's seeing a little child in the store. I mean, see, the, how God operates, like he told me, daughter, the people don't know my ways, and I caught on it. I was in a grocery store. You got to know the ways of Yahweh, not the ways of man. This little boy came up to me in the grocery store. See, he's he's gonna drop these little breadcrumbs. Everything got to line up. I call them breadcrumbs. When you going through your trials and tribulation, when you saying when it's gonna be my time, why it haven't happened? You got to look at the little bit of things that he's doing at the time that you're going through your trials and tribulations. When I was in the grocery store, this little boy walked up to me and gave me a flower. He picked up this little boy was like two, three years old. He went over there to the front line because it was flowers. He went over there and how can a two, three year old go over and pick up some flower? Evidently he must see his daddy giving his mama some flower. His daddy and his mama was with him. He went over there, left his daddy and mama, went and picked up these bunch of flowers and brought it to me. That's how the that's how God works. I 
I got you. Even you going through this storm, even you broke up, I got to break you, but I'm going to let you know I'm there for you. To use a child when I was still going through this, the little girl in elementary that stayed by me. I'm finna, I'm finna show this is for, for somebody. I don't know who this is. You better watch what you say out your mouth. The little girl knocked on my door. I was, I went to the hospital or something, uh, dealing with infirmity. Little girl knocked on the door. It's at night. The right about seven, six, probably six o'clock. I, I can't really, really recall it. But the little girl knocked on my door. I opened the door. She had a sprite in her hand. See, some of y'all was like, why the little girl here? Why is she getting this spray? Ain't taking this spray. What's wrong with the spray? I do that is. So you better know how God works. Had to go to the hospital, the emergency room that, that week, later on the week or something. When I came back home and walked up my stir, there was a sprite in front of my door. Those are breadcrumbs. God is speaking. He will speak to these children, through the children. He can speak to anybody. Same time I'm going through the trial and tribulation at work, he used two people, two different two different times to kiss me. I never had nobody. I said, that's strange. Kiss me. One woman said, ooh, God got you. And the way I looked at her in her eyes, the way how she said it, God got you and gave me a kiss. Went and visited another church, maybe a month later. Didn't know these people. He used a woman to come up there just to kiss me. Y'all better understand how the ways of God work. He's setting it up. You got to know the setup. How's he setting up your situation? He's setting it up for you to do greater, so you can do greater work. He's setting you up. I'm telling y'all, that's just a few right there. I can't tell it all because we got collars on her. But you better know how God operates, how he works, how he uses people. Oh, my God. Just like I told the other caller, when you're going through your trial and tribulation, it was a drunk man. This one mother group was living. A drunk man knocked on my door looking for my daughter because she, my daughter was staying. But see, I didn't know my daughter. I didn't know my daughter was ministering to the God, giving him encouraged words. He come knocking on the door at 10, 11 o'clock at night. Here go me. What you knocking on the door for? You know, I don't know what you knocking. Why Why you come looking for my daughter? I call, I call Mother Ruth. I call Mother Ruth on the phone saying, this man at my door. And, I, you know, I kind of got upset. She said, wait a minute. She said, huh? She said, no, God sent that man to your door. You need to do what God wants you to do. He said, no. Mm-mm. She said, no. Why God sent that man to the door? I started talking. I said, well, holy, this is what I said. Holy Spirit, speak. That's what I said. Holy Spirit, speak. And when I said Holy Spirit, speak, he began to speak. He began to take me into this man's childhood, why he was drinking, why he had an alcohol problem. And when I began to pray for him and prophesy, that man looked at me, he started crying. He cried, and he said, who are you? Who are you? He said, how did you know all this? You better know when God's setting you up. He's setting you up. He's setting you up. Wow, the best time for God to use you and show up in your life is through the trials and tribulations. He will use you more, but it's up to you. It's up to you. You're going to reject him. You're going to sit behind the 
sit behind other leaders and sit behind people. When he's telling you, come forth, come forth. I need you to come forth. It's the reason why I'm telling you to come forth. I don't know who that's for, but I'm telling you. When you don't want to do it, how many times did I call PGN and then the call the, the host, Tanisha Terrence and Mother Root and Kenny and, 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 and other hosts, they will say, Angela George, well, the Holy Spirit said they want you to, Holy Spirit say, told me to tell you to pray. I ain't feel like playing. I'm, I'm calling to get prayer. My husband just left me. I'm trying to get prayer for myself. I'm in a place that I'm trying to figure out what's going on. How I'm going to pray for people and I'm jacked up and bust up and messed up. How I'm going to pray for somebody. When when they told me God going to use you for uh, the marriage, you going to be used for marriage to uh, minister to marriage couple. I'm to be ministering the marriage cup and my marriage jacked up. But when I used to call, when I was going through this stuff, when I would call the radio and they would sit there and say, God say pray. They didn't want you to be on this line and pray. God say he wants you to speak to the people like, and I, I just did it. They didn't want to. Didn't want to because I, I needed pray. Prayer. You got to get yourself out of, it's me, it's me, oh, Lord, poor me. No, he know what's in you. He know when the time for you to come out. And the perfect time for you to come out when you're going through something. Telling you, I ain't, I ain't should tell you nothing wrong. That's my testimony. I would go to the church, and they would say, I would get a word, God say, pray. I would get that all the time. God say pray. And I'm like, okay, I am praying. No, he said pray for the people. You need to sit up prayer and open your mouth and speak what he told you to speak. Pray. Do you not know what he didn't gave you? Then I just say, okay. I had to push my way through when I was going through. I had to push my way, trust in the Father. You want to see the blessing? You want to really see the hand of God move? I'm helping you out. I'm, I'm trying to help you out tonight. That's when you're going to see the hand of God move like never before in your life. You keep feeding his sheep. You keep doing what he tell you to do. If he keeps telling you the same thing, you're getting the same thing, same thing. He's trying to knock you up where he's not. Okay, I done told you. And one thing about me, I probably was like, hmm, now I don't want to hear no prophecy. I don't even want to hear this. And my marriage just messed up. But I guarantee somebody come up to me and tell me something, I'm going to do it because I don't, I didn't play. I knew better. I ain't said play. I ain't going to play with them. You got to do what he tell you do, even when you don't feel like it. So that's how he you. That's how he moves. He's going to let you know, I got you. You keep doing what I tell you to do. You go feed my sheep. I got you, and I'm going to take care. I'm a, even when you do what he tell you to do, what he required of you, he's going to take care of your family. Why you on the field doing his work? You don't got to worry about your children and stuff because he's going to get them. I don't care if they're kicking this buckle. He's going to get them. Don't get distracted. 
don't get the strength. I'm telling you, I can see how some people will say, it looked good bringing me a strike. Some people wouldn't have took that, but he trained me to know his ways and how he used, how he setting you up. He was using that little girl. He was using my grandkids. He was using the people at church. I call them little breadcrumbs. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. You pray for those you need to pray for and keep going. Don't get sidetracked and don't get distracted. I told y'all my testimony. I did not want to be on the radio. I did want to be on the radio. I, want, I did not want to be on the radio. But I was praying one time in my living room. And I heard it so loud and clear like somebody was standing in front of me. I heard it three times. Call Randy now. Now I'm standing praying, standing praying. I didn't want to be on the radio. I heard it again. Call Randy. That third time I heard it, call Randy now because it is time. When God got something, when you got assignment for the kingdom of God, He's going to come and let you know it is time. Come on. You wait up on the Lord. Wait up on him. Because the gift was up in you. He already written your, your assignment. Your life is already written in the books of heaven. You just don't know it. So he know when it's time. If he tell you, you got to be walking a business. Telling y'all, I didn't want to be on radio. First night I was on radio, Lord, I was so nervous. I didn't know what to do, what to say. You know, I had all my little notes and stuff like that. I remember I got a prophecy. You can write all the notes you want to, but God going to really, the Holy Spirit really going to come up on you. You can write notes, <laughs> but the Holy Spirit going to come on you, and you going to be his mouthpiece. And I tell you what, that prophecy came to manifest. I will write things down, but when you are led by the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is in you, he take over your mouth. It's like Jeremiah and his word is shut down like fire. <laughs> you better believe it. Oh, you better believe it. Don't get out the will of God. Do not get out his will. Some of us had to go through that place of humility. I remember Brother Kenny gave me a word. The Holy Spirit told him, tell me you need to study by humanity and study it very well. You think I did? I sure did want to go study because that was part of that I had to go through. I had to go through that humanity. I had to go through a place of brokenness. You think I don't know brokenness and humanity? I had to humble myself. I'm going through, don't you? I'm telling y'all. I don't know who this for, but you, you do what the Father tell you. If he you in that place that he's breaking you, because a lot of us need to be crushed and broken. That's the only way he's going to get what he needs to get. Well, Latrice, thank you. Have a blessed weekend. I don't All know right, how to just do that. All right. God bless you. Hey, bye-bye. Okay, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit just does that sometimes. I know, like I said, I don't know who that was for. 303-517. This is Sister LaShawn Mass who's calling. Where are you calling from?
because I, 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 I see some paperwork. Um, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Was you denied? Was you denied on something here recently? Oh, not too much. No, I, no, I don't. Not to my knowledge, I don't. Yeah, it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say no. But that's, I, that's what I heard correction, and I see some paperwork. Uh, and But I asked the father, is there some legal paperwork that you need to go back and look at, or if there's something that, you know, it's going to come back up, that it needs to, it's, that he's going to correct it, mm-hmm. it's a finance. I asked that he okay. reveal it to you. There's some correction. Um, he's going to, that's what I heard, correction. So the Father will reveal more to you. So, Father God, I thank you. Um, also here in a relationship, relationship. I don't know if this is a relationship with a family member, what type of relationship this is, uh, but I hear that God's going to, he got his hand in this relationship, that he's going to heal and deliver in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So maybe you uh, know more about but I hear a relationship, that God's going to fix a relationship and going to bring some more clarification and healing in this relationship. Um, I just heard a relationship, like a relationship problem, I don't know if you have a relationship problem with somebody uh, for a family member or, you know, I don't know if you're in a relationship, but I heard God's going to fix it. Yes. Amen. Yeah, that's what yes, I heard. I'm aware of that. Okay. That's what I heard. He's going to fix this relationship problem. And I don't want to say that correction got to be with this relationship, but I, I just don't, you know, I keep trying to seek him more for what this correction is. But then I did see a relationship that God got his hand in this relationship, and he's going to fix it. Things going to begin to, he's going to make things more clear, clear to you, more clarification to you. And you're going to know God got it. God fixed mm-hmm. it. You're going to know. You're going to know. You're going to know. You're gonna know. And so, Father God, I just thank you for having your hands, having your hands. We just, sometimes we have to move ourselves out the way and let God be God and let him work everything out because what the words in Romans 8, 28 tell us that all things, and we know, it say, and we know that all things work together for the good. To those who love him, I believe that you love him. He's going to work it out for your good. But I see this relationship is going to be fixed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we thank him. Is there anything else you want, yeah. Pearl? Yeah. Oh, I just like to pray for I would just like press my friend. Your son? Yes. So, Father God, mm-hmm. and what's your son's name? Daniel. So, Father God, we thank you for her son, Father God. Father God, he's got the word. You know, we have to carry our own, our own, our own quote. 
Carrying that cross is painful. It's very painful. And carrying that cross is going to leave some scars. So every decision we make is going to leave some scars. It's going to leave scars, but God is going to pull him through it. So he got to carry. You, you can't carry it for him. You can even see you can pray him through it. You can pray him through it. But he's got to bear his own cross. He's got to bear his own cross, and it's going to be, it, it, it looks ugly, but it's not. God's going to pull him through it. He's, I don't care what direction he try to go down. He's going to, he's going to know, he's going to know Christ. He's going to know Christ. He, he know, he know him. He know him. Mm-hmm. He know him. He definitely know him. And so, Father God, we just bind the hands the spirit of influence that's in his life. Even, Father God, I pray that you heal and deliver and set him free from himself, that you purge him, Father. Father God, I just ask that you touch his mind, and I just pray that he will walk in your will, your will, the plan that you have for his life. Father God, that he will walk in obedience. Father God, that he will understand that your hand is not too short to reach him. You have pulled him out from some, some, you pulled him out from things. And so, Father God, that he will know that it was you and prayer of the righteous one. It was you. So, Father God, we just, the spirit of influence and the spirit of destruction, we bind it and we rebuke it. Because the, the word let us know, and we cover his life. We cover his life with your word, your true word, with cut like a two-edged sword, right down to the bone marrow. We cover his life with your word, that he would know the love of Christ, that he would know how to draw not unto you, that he would know that you are the way Everything that he needs, his strong power, you are his help, you are his healer, you are his breakthrough, that you are everything in his life. So, Father God, we cover his life with your word, that he will draw nigh unto you, that no weapon form against him, form against his mind. These decisions, Father God, that is help him to make right decisions. Help him to walk in wisdom. Let your word be a lamp unto his feet to lighten up his pathway. When he want to go somewhere that's not of you and you haven't proven, we ask that you stand in the way and direct him right back on the path. And so, Father God, we speak these words over his life and cover it up under the blood of Jesus. But, Father God, we most all, we ask that you change his heart and change his mind in the name of Jesus. Because the word, we're going to cover his life with the word. Who the Son says free is free in thee in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Amen. Father. Do your son have a child? No. Hmm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Is he around a little child? Uh, I don't think he is. 
Hmm. Are you around a little child? Uh, well, my youngest child is 15. I feel like a little young boy, younger than that. Okay. Hmm. Oh, Father God, we thank you. We thank you. Hmm. I don't know who this little boy is. He's a little young boy. He's very, like, little young, like a toddler. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, Father God, we just speak the protection of this child, Father God, that you would protect him. Father God, we're going to speak uh, the word Psalm 91, that you give angel charge over him, Father God. We ask that you keep him from all night terror, Father God. We speak the blood of Jesus upon his life. Father God, we speak that he will grow up to know his true identity. Father God, we ask that you preserve him and hide him, from, Father God, from the wicked one in the name of Jesus. I don't know. I don't know. Is it a little boy that be around the family? Is, is that a little boy? Connected to my son? Or connected? I, I just, I just, yeah, I just seen a little boy. When I say, do he have a little uh-huh. boy? You say no, because I say a little boy. Uh huh. Well, well, well. Sometimes he act like a little boy. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, 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 just saying, I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but is that you know, a little boy? Because I have had drink. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut in. I have dreams of seeing him as a little boy a lot. You know, and I know what that dream means. It means oh. that, you know, he's, you know, his his mindset, you know, that, that, you know I, I see that. I used to see that a lot in dreams I used to have. Mm-hmm. And that dream can be something that is torment him from his childhood, too. Hmm, that's interesting that you say that you had dreams of him being a little boy. Because I, I mm-hmm. like him a little boy. Hmm. Well, we didn't pray the prayer and we believe God on that prayer. And whatever it is, if there's something that was in his childhood, the trauma, uh, that, you know, whatever it is, we just speak that he will be broken free from that. And we're going to send up word that he'll be free in his mind, you know, that the healing and deliverance will take place. Amen. The healing and deliverance will take place with him. Just continue to believe the Father, and he, he's going to he, he's gonna be okay. Yeah, and ask the Father to give you, Father God, I ask that you give a real interpretation of the dream because what I'm picking up, that's something that's in his childhood and got him bind up. We break that bondage. Mm-hmm. We, break the, oh, yeah. we break the stronghold. Mm-hmm. There's something in his childhood might look like a trauma and that he needs mm-hmm. to be set free from. And so, Father God, I ask that you reveal to his mom, you know, she, you know reveal to her as she pray. What is this to help this stronghold? And like the like the word tell us, uh, weapons of our warfare is not carnal, but it's mighty through you, Father, by pulling down those strongholds. 
for the stronghold that's contemplating in his mind and bringing him back, bringing him back to that childhood experience. Father God, I ask that you purge and deliver him. Father God, let him know how to renew his mind in your word that you are going, you are a healer, you are you his way maker. And so, Father God, we're going to stand on your word that we speak that you purge him and deliver him and set him free from any childhood drama or trauma in the name of Jesus that keep him stagnate, keep him not moving forward, keep him like he's feeling hopeless and he feels like he, you know, uh, just break those cycles off of him, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of for that dream. The Father wants you to know there's something that's trying to keep him in that, that keep him going back to his mm-hmm. childhood. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you know, that's between you and the Father. You know, he will reveal it to you. And he probably had already revealed it to you, and you probably already know. But you want to, and then we just, we pray, we pray for repentance. We pray for repentance that he will forgive himself and forgive others. We pray for true repentance over his life. True repentance that he will release it. We just pray for a household deliverance in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we thank you for calling in. So you can just trust trust the process and trust the Father. Yes, I sure do. And I thank you so much. All right. Thank you. God bless you. And you have a blessed weekend. Okay. You do the same. All right. Mr. Baker from 251 251 229. Mrs. Collins, where are you calling from? Um, <clears throat> Blessings to you, Prophetess Lashard. This is Sarah <laughs> calling from Alabama. I renew because I picked up your line two times. You were asleep. You were sound asleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, you know you were gone. I said, I said, oh God, keep trying her back. She'll wake up. <laughs> well, thank when you for calling me back, Sister Lashawn. Huh? when I picked up you, was the first caller, and then the second caller. I said, boy, they were asleep. I already knew who it was. I don't think they were sound asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Do you have a special prayer request tonight? Uh, first of all, uh, I have a testimony uh, okay. and also a prayer request. Okay, then. Uh, the testimony is my daughter Leah. She Today she became, we have been praying that she would become a certified medical assistant. And today she got a certificate for and became a certified nurse and uh, medical assistant. All right, for that. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Give him the glory. All right. God, I just ask you, 
Like I said, it's the father to use her to be his eyes that, she, you know, she will surrender. That fucker, we need, we need, there's a raising up of people in the medical field. You know, we've been praying for years, and, and I believe God is raising up a lot of this generation to go in the medical field to be his eyes, to do the work. They're going to see the X-ray, the X-ray with the X-ray vision. <laughs> and whatever they see on that X-ray, they're going to speak it, the real miracle, and it's going to disappear. And so we, I mean, even people laying hands on the chart, commanding cancers and everything to dry up, to leave out of people's body. It's the type of glory. Mm-hmm. We want the glory of God to hit this earth. We want his glory to shake this earth. We want the earth to be shaken by miracles, real true miracles, not just the stuff that they, you know, some of these people are doing now, but real true miracles. And we just speak it in the medical field, that it will be done in the medical field, that he will hit the medical field because there's much need, there's too much going on in the medical field. And it's well, I just want to thank uh, everyone and uh, the prophets and prophetess uh, on PGN because I kept saying, you know, wanting to pray that she was, you know, that she can get through the program. And I just want to thank everyone, especially thank the Lord uh, that she was able to get through it because I didn't know, you know, I was like, did you get it? So today she got a certificate and she's certified. Amen. Well, you get the glory. Give him the glory. Amen. Give him the glory because we have been praying and praying, you know, what we went through. But anyway, um, that, you know, so, um, and then just I'm getting prayer because uh, on the 11th, uh, instead of getting knee surgery, what do you call knee replacement? I'm gonna get a mm-hmm. what do you call it? Uh, it's like a shot in the knee, and so mm-hmm. I'm just praying that it all goes well on the 11th. Mhm. Well, I'm just gonna pray that God will give you wisdom and say, you know, like we said, that the food that you need, because you know what? Uh-huh. Matter of fact, uh. I'm going to say thank you, Holy Spirit. I was looking. See, God is good. I have been looking at this mm-hmm. woman. She's a natural doc, doctor. I think she out of Switzerland. And she mentioned the Holy Spirit just brought this back to my memory. She was talking about somebody had needs to have meat placement. And what they did, they took, they did like a potato. You can make a potato patch and put a potato patch on your knees, up under your feet. They pull out all the information, the swelling, and uh, uh, she also saying how to put cayenne pepper. You could do a cayenne pepper patch, like if you have cold mm-hmm. feet and stuff like that. It'll pull, it'll pull mm-hmm. your circulation. If you put it at the bottom of your feet, it'll pull your circulation, all the blood to the place that it needs to be at. Mm. So you might want to look at that. Yeah, you you grade the tomato like meat tomato, potato. You like you get a potato, get a great grade. Or what you call that? Ground whatever. You grave it, 
and you got to make, you know, get like a, a cloth and put it in there uh, and wrap it with some wrap and put it on your knees and said the, the person didn't even have to get meat replacements and said uh, a potato you put on the bottom of your feet and say it helps the nerves in the swelling around your legs and stuff like that around your knee is going to pull all that out. And say mm-hmm. this man, he, she was telling a testimony how this man got something stuck up in his feet and swelled up his, his feet and a red line was going up in his leg and he didn't go to the doctor, but she went and um she put his feet, you know, a few minutes in hot water, then a few minutes in cold water. And then uh, uh, she did it a couple of times, a few minutes in hot water, a few minutes in cold water. And then she put the potato thing, you know, on his feet for for an hour, I think an hour or two. They took it out, the red line going down. They did it again. Red line, He she told him to come back in four to six hours, came back, red line going down. And so the last time he went back, you know, he was walking. He couldn't walk. And uh, just by doing this potato thing and doing alternating the hot and cold water, and said, before you know it, the swelling was going down and that red line was out of his leg. And I say, oh, my God, we'd be surprised what we got. In. And so the Holy Spirit be leading me to stuff like that. We'll be surprised what's in our cabinet that we can use that can help our body. Yeah. And so you might want to look look it up, pull it up, what potato will do to your body. Mm-hmm. Or placing a potato onto your body, but she said, yeah, this lady, she put it on her knees. And it pulled, you know, it helped with the nerves, get the nerves going, you know, pulling all that information out your body. Mm-hmm. So, you know... You know, look into that. This is a potato. Yeah. It's amazing that you that God led you to, you know, get into it mm-hmm. because he has everything we need on earth to take care of mm-hmm. our infirmity. Our infirmity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All we got to do is just look, do the research. I tell you, yeah, that's what he had me. I mean, because we going to have to, um, and yeah, because I just pulled it up. It's a potato draw out toxins, and it helped people to get, get you know, any type of illness out their body real fast. It's mm-hmm. putting potato, even they talking about putting it in the sock. So even they come out for a cold, give it a cold flu. Yeah. So I just, you know, ask God, "Mm -hmm." they putting it in the sock, they put it up under their, you know, eyes. So it's supposed to pull stuff out your back because I say I'm going to try. Yeah. We got to try it. Yep. So, we got to try it. So you put it in, take the potatoes, put it in a sock. Mm-hmm. Well, this, this one they can put it in a sock, but what she, did, what she was doing, 
she was grounding the potato and then she put it in a cloth and say you can put it up under your feet or put it around your knees mm. and say it helped with virus like flu or uh, flu mm-hmm. we just would be so surprised what these things does to our body and they're right here on earth natural mm-hmm. yep well, so I just, you know, whatever God decides, you know, we ain't saying doctors. He put doctors. He put the right doctors there to do what they supposed to do. But we ask that uh, that these doctors would, you know, would, you know, seek God. A lot of them, they don't, they not believers. But we just ask that the doctor that you're going to, that he would give wisdom. Because sometimes you'll go there and they say, now nah, we don't need to do this. Let's give it some more time. So we just ask the father to take over and speak to the doctor. Should you or speak to you? Should you do it or should you not? That's we right. Ask that the father to give you a wisdom on it. Yeah. Well, I thank the Lord yeah. for you, Sister Lashon, because sometimes we'll go in there and not seek the Lord. You know, and then mm-hmm. just go in there and listen to what the doctor says. But when you seek the Lord first and when you pray first, that's when the benefits come in of the Lord because he'll tell them, well, this is what you need to do. And then some of those, and a lot of the the benefits and the prayers and all of that is here on earth. Like you mm-hmm. were saying about the potatoes, the apples, the oranges, I said, I mean, it's so much, so many things that we can, that we have here on earth that all we got to do is ask the Lord and do a spiritual research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, it's a lot of stuff that we are, you know, doing to our body, like drinking soda, sugar. Sugar is the worst thing. Uh a lot of cells in our body feed off of sugar, and it causes all that inflammation as well. If you cut back on that sugar and do, you know, fresh fruit juice, fresh fruit and vegetables, it's going to pull all that out. Uh, ginger, turmeric, even Kanye pepper. Mm. And so a lot of this stuff you could do at home that... Uh, it will start getting all that information, everything from around your knees and stuff like that. Because they say potatoes mm-hmm. are known for anti-information, information. It, it pulls, like I said, say, you know, it pulls the information out. That's what she said. It pulls, and I'm looking it up, it pulls the information out of your body. If you got that information around your knees, you know, use mm-hmm. it. That's what I'm going to do tonight. Yeah, and she said it gets rid of splendor in your hand. That's what it says. Smooth, sunburn, smooth, splendor, removing. That's what she said. It will remove a splendor out of your hand for poison ivory, for puffy eyes. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so amazing. 
how the Lord gives us everything we need. All we got to do mm-hmm. is just fast, pray, and then he'll give us the answer. You know, <laughs> he'll give us now, the answer. Right. Now, I know that uh, I I know even people juice with potatoes. They juice with it because they have a lot of uh, A, B, and C vitamins in it. But mm-hmm. I, I know <laughs> that cayenne pepper, a lot of people rule. You can buy some, uh, some uh, what they call it, ointment with cayenne pepper in it, and it burns. It's going to burn. But that cayenne pepper even pull information and stuff out your body. Uh you put it on your, you put it on out like pain, arthritis pain and stuff. You can put that on your body with some olive oil, but it's gonna burn. I'm telling you, it's cayenne pepper. <laughs> it's gonna burn. I'm reading it right now. Yes. It's so, gonna burn. <laughs> but it says now it improves the blood flow. Healthy mm-hmm. muscle, joint pain, and yep. even damaged tissue. Mm-hmm. So I'm sharing that with you tonight. You be you be led by the spirit, and um, I just that just was placed in my spirit to share that with you. Like they say, if you put cayenne pepper in like a paper towel and wrap it up in over your feet, uh, or put it in a, a cloth and wrap it over your feet and put some socks on it and just go to sleep. And they're going to pull all that information, pull the blood circulation, get it into the right place. You know, it's going to move the blood, move your oxygen. So I said I was going to try that one night. So, you yeah. know, I just pray that the Father will help you and give you wisdom and, you know, that when you go to the doctor, he'll say you don't need that shot and that God will give you wisdom on what is the sign effect with the shot that you would do your research. And that's another thing. We need to start asking these doctors, what, what are you giving me? And what, what what is the sign effect? Because they will just give you anything and don't tell you nothing. And then here you go, you having all these sign effects and make you anxious, you can't sleep, you didn't pick up this weight because they're not going to tell you. You have to do your mm-hmm. research. You got to ask them what is the sign effect. How this going to affect my body? Some of them just give you medicine and don't even know the other medicine you want. Some of them do know the medicine you want. They still give you medicine knowing that it's going to react to the other, you know, interact the other medicine. So you have to ask the father for wisdom. Now, if you go into the emergency room, the hospital, and you say your head or something going on in your body with pain, they give you morphine. What are you giving? What are you giving me morphine for? Eh? I don't need no morphine. They ain't in that much pain. So you got to ask them, what are you, are we getting you for this for anxious? I ain't coming here for no anxious. You know, you have to start asking. You know, I I thank the Lord for that. My mother, she always took her vitamins and kept herself in shape. And she never did take uh, morphine or any of that Her body wasn't used to it So when she went to the hospital 
her body rejected it. Mm-hmm. You yeah, and then another thing, another thing is I'm telling y'all, y'all need to get y'all blood type because a lot of your blood type might not be able to receive the medicine they're giving you. See, a lot of the Holy Spirit revealed to me one time, get your blood type, get your blood. I didn't understand why do I need to get my blood type, but I heard get your blood type. And I went to my doctor and said, can I get, you know, my, I need to get my blood type. And so the she said, I, she said, I wonder what's going on because a lot of people coming in here getting their blood type. We've been getting a lot of people coming in here asking for their blood type. See, the father is waking people up and trying to get people wisdom. That's right. And doing, and so and doing you your research. Your, yeah, when you know your blood type, you'll begin to know what food that you, that meant. some people can't take. Uh, there's some food that, because of your blood type and your your weight, your body mass is not, you, you might not be the one that can eat sugar. Some, I see more small people eat more sugar than anything. Sweet, 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 sweet. You know, you your body might not be able to take sugar and, and all this other type of food. Mm. Depending on your blood type. Then if you're diabetic, you, <clears throat> you got to watch it. And so your body might not be able to take milk or, you know, or whatever. And that's, you You got to know, you got to listen to your body. Why, why when I, you know, something ain't right. Um, when I take this, my body act like this. And then you got to see, well, let me take this and see how my body going to act. So if your body, like a lot of people eating certain type of food, fruits and you know, garlic and uh, I love onion, but it will cause gas, you know. <laughs> you got to know, you got to know what's going on when you take this stuff. That's right. That is so true. Well, <clears throat> well we thank you for calling in. you the last one with their hands up. So like I said, I was going to get off the uh, radio early because I need to rest. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. And I thank the Lord for you because I was just, you know, going to get the shot. and But now I need, now that I know, I need to get my blood tight and do some spiritual researching as far as the fruits and vegetables that the Lord has here on this earth that we could use. Yeah, ask, look, ask your doctor what kind of shot he's going to give you and do your, what is the sign effect, how this going to affect, even though they might not even tell you the sign effect, you do your research. Okay. And just ask them for natural stuff. If your legs, if your knee's swelling, you know, extra salt, you know, watch the salt in your food, watch the sugar, uh, those curves, you know, carbs, I'm talking about curves, carbs. You know, the fatty food, you know, there's a lot of sugar and a lot of salt in ketchup, ranch dressing. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to change your diet. And if you change your diet, 
it's going gonna, it's gonna to make your body feel much better and lose that weight. Go walking. Go walking and lose that weight. And, you know, wear them compression socks. Wear something to wrap your needle and you and drink water, you know. And like I said, if you ask, I'm telling you, you ask the Father, he's going to show you. That's right. <clears throat> so I thank you That's for calling right. in. God bless you. Congratulations to your daughter. We say congratulations. We thank God. We just pray that God will lead her and guide her, that his word will be a lamp onto her feet to lighten up her pathway, even when she try to go out the wrong path, that he place her right back on that pathway. She ain't going to have a choice. But tonight, Father God, and we're going to speak Jeremiah 29 11, you know the plans that you have for our life. You predestinate us, Father God, and according to your word, it tells us it's good and not an evil, so we can have a safety end is to prosper us, prosper us, Father God. So we thank you for your true living word, and we ask that you continue to mold us, Father God. We ask that you continue to watch over us and our families. Watch over these children that's in college. Watch over these children that's in high school. Even the children in elementary. Father God, we're going to speak your word. Just like the state of Texas uh, passed a law, the Ten Commandments, let the Ten Commandments not only be in Texas in the school, let it be in California, let it be in Chicago, let it be in Florida, New York, Mississippi, or Louisiana. Washington D.C., Seattle, Washington, Maine. Father God, let it let let it be in Florida. Let it be in North Carolina, South Carolina, Oh, Georgia. Father God, Oh, Father God, we just speak all over the nation. And Father God, we speak not only the Ten Commandment that they will put prayer back in school. Father God. I believe it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. We are the mouthpiece for the young generation if we arise and be awakened and go to our city council, go to the mayor, and we do petition, Father God, I believe that it can happen. It will. It will. You answer the prayers of the righteous. So, Father God, we speak that you continue to use the young generation, continue to wake them up, Father God. Continue to wake them up out their sleeping slumber, slumber. Continue to wake them up, Father God, into your truth, your life, your light. Continue to wake them up, Father God. Continue to shine your light. Let your light be shined over every high school, middle school, elementary school, private school, Catholic school. Father God, these Catholic school and every other school. Father God, I've seen a video that they had these children in the circle dressed in black doing those rituals. They was elementary school. Father God, I ask in the mighty name of Yahshua that you snatch those children out of darkness and close every door. Father God, release your mighty angel, your war angel to fight over for fight for them, those innocent babies, Father God, that they would not be pulled in uh, darkness because of their parents, because of their grandparents. Father God, your word tell us, your word 
is like a hammer. It comes down to break every rock into pieces. So, Father God, I ask that you break every rock, break every stagnator, break it, Father God, every wall. Destroy it right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, that those children that was in that circle doing that sense, uh, satanic uh, ritual. Oh, Father God, I just speak the blood of Jesus will be released, that you will put the hand upon their life as they sleep, that they will rise up against their parents and say, Mama, Daddy, this is wrong. I don't want to do it. That you will put your word up in them, Father God, your true living word, Father God, begin to purge and deliver them, Father God, in the name of Yahshua. Deliver Deliver them from the evil one. Deliver them, Father God, because your word tells us our soul belongs to you. Even those innocent children, Father God, you persisted. Your son said, if anyone mess with the little one, they might as well tie the mute around their neck and drown in the sea. So, Father God, that's how you just love the innocent children. Those are innocent children. But, oh, Father God, I ask that you touch their ears, you touch their eyes, Father God, that they will know at a younger age. We pray over every child that's in the womb, the unborn child, Father God. Oh, Father God, we speak blessing over the womb. We speak, Father God, that they shall prosper. They will be in good health as well as they soul prosper. Father God, we just pray that they will arise, they will know their true identity at a younger age, Father God, that you place your hand upon that womb right now, Father God. We ask order in the household, that the household, every household in this nation, that it will fall back in order with you, every dry bone in this nation, that, oh, Father God, we prophesy that this young generation should live and not die. We prophesy, Father God, that they will have encounter with you like never before, that they will be waking up as they sleep, that the glory of God will hit them, that they will experience the glory of God. They will not lose their life at a premature. No premature, we bind it with rebuke. Premature death. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we cover them up under the blood of Jesus. We stand with heaven. Mm. We sit right with Jesus, and we intercede for those that don't know Christ in their household, those that the parents is not teaching them who you are. Those that's in false religion, we stand, Father God, that your truth will reign in that household. We stand with you, Father God, that they will know that you are real. That we stand with you, Father God, that they will have a relationship with you. Oh, Father God, send the remedy. Send them, Father God, to speak your word in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you hit every household, every household that don't even know about you. Even, Father God, that's in these false religion. Oh, Father God, bring correction, Father God, within the body of Christ, Father God. And, Father God, we cover and we pray over every household, every host that's on prophetic grace network, everyone that's connected to us, everyone that's going out tonight or going out tomorrow 
to do work for your kingdom. Keep them, keep them covered, Father God. Be their eyes, Father God. Open their eyes to that understanding that they will not compromise. They will not be moved. They will not be shaken from the hand of the enemy. Shed every porter. Shed every unwanted gate that have been opened in our region in our city, in the name of Jesus, we bind the hand of the adversary. You said in your word that we could do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could think of as according to the power that's in us. We got the power and authority to tread over the serpent and scorpion. So, Father God, teach this young generation at a young age how to worship you, how to pray that they will be the one to lay hands on the sick. They will be the one to lay hands on the teacher. They will be the one that lay hands on their parents. They will be the one that lay hands on 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 they um they they friends that's in the school. They will be the one that know how to pray, Father God, at a young age. Raise them up in this hour like never before. Let the revival revive this young generation. Revive them, Father God. Let them be awakened in this hour. In Jesus' name, Amen. Well, thank y'all. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Remember, somebody is always on Prophetic Grace Network. Connie will be on tomorrow. And I'm sorry, Connie. That's another woman. Karma will be on tomorrow. Sister Karma. Somebody's on seven days a week. May God bless you. May he keep you. May he keep you and shine his face on you the light of Christ, that the light will be with you wherever you go. Cover yourself when you leave our household. Cover yourself. Cover yourself even before you sleep. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless y'all. God bless you. You can use You can use anything, Lord. You can use me. Take my hands and my feet up. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. You can use anything, Lord. You